drive it, we can fix it. Leroy's Body Shop. We can make it look brand new. If you can drive it, we can fix it for you. Leroy's Body Shop. WIRX, this is Brock. Hello, Brock. I have William Shatner here. I am ready when he is. Brock, here's William. Mr. Shatner, how are you? Brock, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, I never thought I'd hear William Shatner say that sentence. The pleasure is all mine. Well, uh, I'm let- going to say it again, <laughs> I, just so it's indelibly impressed on your memory. Brock, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, can I make that? Can I make that a ringtone or something? I got to do something cool with that. I'll figure out something. But yeah, do it at the ringtone. Absolutely. <laughs> well, Somebody calls you, and I say, Brock, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And and they hang up. <laughs> I, think, I think I got the wrong number. That's weird. Well, I got the wrong number. It sounded like Shatner. That's, that's weird. I, I didn't know how I got William Shatner's number, but I guess I'll save that one. Well, either way, uh, this is such an honor, and I want to get right to it because we here in Southwest Michigan are so fortunate to have you here Saturday, October 14th, part of the Lake Michigan College Speaker Series, live on stage, the man who has boldly gone where no man has gone before and back again, and then some, uh, William Shatner, going to be here. And uh, we're going to see a showing of Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, and then we're going to sit down and chat with you, and people are going to hear funny stories and behind-the-scene things. I got to ask, uh, Bill, can I call you Bill? That feels a little uh, little too personal. Is that okay? I got an album out there right now entitled Call Me Bill. Call Me Bill. Perfect. All right. Well, Bill, after all these years, looking back, after that first day of shooting the pilot for the original Star Trek, maybe you're sitting in your trailer or you're you're at home and you're thinking about that. You've cut for the day. Did you ever imagine at that time it would become the cultural phenomenon that it did? The James T. Kirk, the Enterprise, everything from that is now woven into our historical fabric and will be forever. Was that ever in your mind? Well, let me answer your question in a in what will be seemingly an oblique fashion, okay? <laughs> okay. At this moment in time, as I speak to you, there are actors and still writers, although it looks like they've solved their problems. The actors are on strike because a whole new technology has been taking place this last year, mm-hmm. uh, streaming, artificial intelligence, to name two. You and I and the rest of the world are on the cusp of incredible technological changes. Mm -hmm. We are also on the cusp of great fateful changes in in the world due to global warming. So if you were to draw a graph, the graph meets this year, like right now. And the actors are on strike because of the changes in technology have made the actors essentially poorer than they were before the changes. Mm-hmm. And we, the actors, are striking to rework that. It is a whole new cosmology. Mm-hmm. And so I cannot break the strike lines by talking literally about Star Trek. Wow. But I can, we can work it so that I can appear, uh, the film uh, The Wrath of Khan will play before I'm in the theater. Right. I will not be in the theater when The Wrath of Khan plays. I will then come to the theater, and a few minutes after the the film is over, I'll come on stage, 
I'll not be able to say the words Star Trek, but by osmosis, by a feeling, by uh, prayer, by an understanding, we'll know, the audience and I will know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. So there's a magic that I need to to utilize. It's never been done before, uh, by me at least. Uh, in talking about something that I'm not talking about. I, I If anyone so, pull it off, you can. I think you could pull that off. Well, uh, it remains to be seen. <laughs> I, uh, so I will, I absolutely will amaze and amuse and, and annoy you with stories and things. You'll have to tell yourself, you the audience, what, I, what specifically I'm talking about, but it, it should be clear. Uh, I, I'm sure we'll get the gist of it, and in true William Shatner fa- fashion, entertaining is all get up. Uh, well, maybe you can answer this one then, uh, because I'm intrigued. Obviously, your career spans s- sixty years, uh, maybe even more. You've pl- I started. I started performing when I, I I was in a camp play at six when I was six years old, and I continued. Uh, ever since. So, so we'll say since six years old, you've played everything under the sun. Uh, you know, from again the original Spaceman to uh, T.J. Hooker to to uh, a legal defendant. Was there any role that really challenged you, maybe more than the others? I mean, is it harder to sell fighting an alien in outer space or maybe being a grizzled police sergeant? What maybe role challenged William Shatner? Well. Um... The challenge, the challenge is, I, I was going to say uh, something I ignore. I don't ignore the challenge, but I can't let it affect my choices. Mm. Oh, this is a challenge. Uh, it becomes something that's indigenous to what it is, whatever I'm thinking. It becomes part of what I'm thinking. So it's not a challenge anymore. It's a asset. Mm. But... Uh, the the scope of the uh, of the vehicle so i opened on broadway a few years ago oh. with a one man show no films no dancing girls no music no nothing <laughs> i sat on the chair stood and walked around used the chair as a prop for a couple of hours in front of broadway audiences and then toured all over the world including many cities in the United States, in a one-man show. That probably, when you talk about challenges in every respect, just getting to the venue was a challenge. Uh, And then performing by myself, uh, fatigued. uh, I was sick on stage opening night. Oh, wow. I, I, I was, I had the, I had something, and Dr. Oz was taking care of me. He had become a buddy, and, and, I could barely stand, and I got up, and I, got, I was on stage, and then, and I don't want you to tell this to anybody. You got it. But I pooped in my pants. Oh, boy. <laughs> on opening night on a one-man show on Broadway. I said, there's been a technical difficulty. Nobody understood what I meant. I'll be right back. I went upstairs, and I had to shower. I, I will edit my that in post. My wife changed my pants. on stage and finished the show. And the only way I was able to do it, and this may be a philosophical truth for anybody, is I had to think of it. My God, I thought to myself as I was going back on stage, one day I'll be on your show and I'll tell it as a, as a, a very funny story in, of my history. 
and only by that way was I able to give it a, a, a you know a, a removal from the the moment of um, <laughs> of crapping in your pants uh. on Broadway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I will. Uh, like I said, I'll fix that in post so no one will know except me and you. I'll keep that one close to mind. Uh, well, I have to let you. Right. Or, or you could whisper it right. to your neighbors. You know, pass them along. Like I got, I got <laughs> but, something interesting about William Shatner that you need to know. Well, hey, I think you got to get yeah. moving, but I got one more quick question for you, and then I'll wrap up with all the sure. info when you go. Uh, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I'd rather fight what? One horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses. That's funny. <laughs> I think a one horse-sized duck. Yeah. Because if you could, because duck. I hate to say this, but duck is really good eating. <laughs> so, if you could get a duck the size of a horse, think of the number of mouths you could fill. Yeah. Yeah. That's fancy eating right there. Yeah, dried <laughs> duck, Chinese style. I love it. I love Peking, it. Peking, Peking horse duck. Peking horse duck with William Shatner. Thank you for. Uh, thank you so much for humoring me. Thank you so much for the time. We can't wait to see you Saturday, October fourteenth, uh, at Lake Michigan College. William Shatner live on stage. You're a gentleman and a scholar, and we love you. Thank you, man. Bye bye.